Fuck it. It's how, dude, you need it. I grew up in a place where I ran through the woods every day. Um, I'd run up Bear Mountain through the trees and then back down as fast as I could, like jumping over logs and climbing stuff and like a fucking monkey. And like, I loved it. But being in the woods, like I felt, it felt so like, I don't know, like I miss it now. And I live in Colorado and I don't do it because I work so much. I just don't get out. But when I was a kid, I grew up in a place where I built forts and I had bridges from tree to tree, 25 feet up. I had like a fucking Ewok village in the goddamn woods. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of the podcast. This is part two. Uh, we are continuing from podcast number 18 that we just were filming continually through. Um, great description, Evan, of what we're doing today. The um, Okay, so yeah, clearly, I'm already pretty baked. So let's just, let's just paint a scenario here real quick before we get into this episode. So say you guys are coming over to my house, and you're like, oh, like, Evan just got some new Terps. We're going to Sesh. We're super hyped up. But you guys get caught in traffic. And I smoke a bunch before you get there. And now you come to my house and I'm super baked. Like, and it's just like I've already been partying without you. Now it's time for you guys to catch up. That's where we're at today in this podcast, episode 19, part two. So please get out your bongs, your dabs, whatever you got, and play fucking catch up because I'm super stoned. This might be the worst episode I've ever done. So get ready. Um, and let's have some fun. Today we're going to talk about a bunch of different things, but before we get into it, um, don't forget about our Heady Hawaii drop, July 5th, coming up quick. Like I said last episode, we had to reschedule it because of shipping, and I just i am feeling the pressure. I don't want to be too rushed through these last few colored pieces because I really want to send my best work, and I don't want to be rushed. So I just need a few more days, and shipping is super behind. So thank you guys for your patience. Um, don't forget to check out our website, www.bmsglass.com. We have merch on there and mood mats, shirts, uh, stickers, whatever you guys may want. Help support the podcast and everything we're trying to build over here at Bear Mountain Studios. Oh, boy. Look at the table's already messy. There's shit everywhere. What? We're already started, guys. We're going. Look at how this is great. Um, yeah. And don't forget, too, we have the Connoisseur Smoke Drop coming up as well. Um, I'm not sure how they're formatting their drop, though. I'll be able to give you guys more information on that probably next episode. And just watch my Instagram at they did it with the number three, which just replaces the letter E. You know, I really should explain that better. Um, I really wish I could have just spelled it properly when I got the name originally, but someone already had it. What are you going to do is what it is. All right. Today we are smoking. You know, what? I'm going to light a new joint. We got some, I think it's called like three OGs. I think it's just like a crazy cross. Um, this is from a cut above down here in Colorado Springs, the medical dispensary. Cause I just got my med card. So we'll get this going. All right. I don't know where my big lighter is guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. That's some good marijuanas. Mm. A few people are going to hate me for saying it like that, but that's what the internet is, isn't it, guys? All right, so here we are. Let's uh, straighten out our workspace a little bit here. 
because last episode that just happened, we got stoned, smoked a bunch of different stuff. Today, again, we're going to be session this standard RBR because why not? It just works so well. These new 2021s, they got a little bit bigger foot on them, a little skinnier drain. They're just, you know, just, I just feel like I keep refining them more and more. It's awesome. Man, today I'm going to tell some stories about, um, actually like one big story they'll probably lead on a few tangents, but just want to talk about this uh, one-on-one day I had with Franco from Strain Hunters and Aaron from Strain Hunters. And I'll get then into that here in a minute. I'm just going to smoke and try to just pull myself together here, folks. Might need to flip my glasses down here soon because I can tell within the next 15 minutes after my first dab. Once the first dab happens, it's over, Mark. Then it's like, I'm going to be saying, um, just nonstop and like a ton of likes and ums. So get fucking ready. Stretching. All right. I got my hair cut. Or did I lose 20 pounds? Who knows? I got my hair cut and I'm wearing a black shirt. That yellow shirt, you know, I love it, but I got to get back on that keto and hang out with my personal trainer so I can fucking not look so thick. The le- I need to lose weight before my daughter realizes I'm fat that, and it's, she is growing so fast. And I've said this before, but I have to because I, I, <laughs> I just, you know, I got to figure it out. Because everyone that knows me already knows I'm chunky. She doesn't know yet. I want her to grow up and be like, my dad's just always been in shape. I'm like, yeah, totally. It's been great. Stay healthy, girl. <coughs> God, she's a cool kid. It's getting harder and harder for me to want to keep working these crazy amounts of hours, guys. I love it, but also, too, this, this kiddo. I'm not going to talk too much about my child on here because we're doing drugs and hanging out. But... It's really, really cool because I'm sure a few of you guys watching are parents out there. So when your kids are just growing up like that, you just want to fucking hang out with them. So cool watching them grow. It's nuts. Mm. Man, so fucking today I'm just going to be getting into some more fucking colored work because <laughs> that's all I'm doing for the next fucking 15 days. Because I'm going to be doing Hetty Hawaii. I'm going to be able to finish them in actually about eight days. But then I have to crush out Connoisseur Smoke ASAP. Because I'm behind. Always behind. But that's because I'm always trying to go for, you know, a lot. I'm trying to do a lot at once. Which um, I'm sure as I get older I'll, older, I'll learn how to find that balance. Where I'm able to maintain what I say I'm doing. And not say yes to too many things. Drinking some more Bulletproof coffee today. Love it. The Mentalist. Don't know if you guys have ever had it. This is not a paid ad for Bulletproof Coffee, but it's good. Don't you, I wish it was a paid ad. That'd be sick. I think I could pay Mark more money. So my producer kills the game. All right. Well, let's uh, let's just get into some stories. Now let's talk about Strain Hunters, and then we can fucking take some dabs. Um, also, like I'm probably not going to do this, but then again, I'm probably going to do it because I'm showing you guys. And, but yeah, check this out. We could take the mouthpiece from the ash catcher and put this nail on it. And then you can just take like hot dabs without water. There's literally crickets in the garage. That's really awesome. Honestly, I hope that gets picked up somehow. Um, but yeah, 
pointless, but it'd be fun, right? Little J hook. But yeah, I'm going to smoke that piece again this episode, so we'll get into that here in a little bit. But we're just going to enjoy this standard RBR, and we're going to tell some stories. I want to just get right into it about strained hunters, because I made a post. When this comes out, it'll be a couple weeks ago. So yeah, the, a picture of me and Franco, strained hunter, chilling, and I gave him a honey jar recycler back in 2014. And I'm just going to go into how all that happened, because it was crazy. Um, But first, I got to say, back when I was living in New York... Strain Hunters on YouTube was like my favorite thing ever. Growing up, I grew up in a household where my dad loved history and archaeology, and that's all he talked about all the time. And I loved like Indiana Jones and just like, you know, paleontology, archaeology, just like exploring and just all these, you know, even geology, like different stuff like that. Like, I just loved like, you know, even the fucking outfits they wore, dude. Fucking archaeologists, like Indiana Jones shit, they look pretty cool. Um... But I really liked all that shit as a kid. So when I saw Strain Hunters, and I saw Strain Hunters in a time too when I had like was kind of just in a weird headspace in my life. I was like feeling bad for myself and shit. I was, you know, teenager, like 18, I think, 19 maybe. Um, but I saw Strain Hunters and I was like, oh my God, like they're like, and I just started really getting into weed at this time, but I was like, oh my God, they're like smoking weed all day like hash they're literally exploring the world going to jungles and like places where there is like ancient ruins and stuff but they're looking for rare breeds of cannabis or new strains that people have never seen before and they're like finding them and then bringing these seeds back and breeding with them and stuff and I just love the idea of like exploring what you were exploring for like weed strains it was like so cool I was like fuck this is like like a stoner archaeologist kind of like you know, dream or zoologist, what do you even call it? I don't even know what a person that looks for plants. I think zoologist is someone that like documents like just animals and shit, but I have no idea. I dropped out of high school, so I don't know shit, but yeah, I loved that fucking, that pot, their, their, their YouTube, I was called that podcast. I loved their YouTube channel. So I was obsessed with strain hunters. It was super fun to watch. So when I moved to Colorado and had this crazy weird opportunity pop up where I was, someone was like, literally like, Hey, you want to go hang out with Franco and Arn from Strain Hunters for the day, just like one on one and chill and smoke weed and stuff. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like that was just, I was just in shock. So how it happened was, is um, <clears throat> back in 2014, when I had moved to Colorado, I had met um, uh, the owner of a company called Earl Electric, which was an email company. And um, we met obviously through, we actually met through, I think the high times cannabis cup. He had a booth there and I had a booth at the 2014 cannabis cup and he like saw my glass and like talked to me and we kind of hit it off and stuff. And you know, he, um, like was like interested in like talking more and kicking it. So like basically the owner of Earl electric, like hit me up one day, like after the cannabis cup had happened and was like, Hey, do you want to like, cause like he knew that I, I talked to him about like, like strain hunters a little bit and stuff. And he was like, oh, do you want to, like, meet strain hunters? you want to hang out with them for the day? And I was like, are you serious? Like, I didn't think it was real. It was for me because we all have our heroes and people that we idolize, you know? So these people were, like, some of the most famous people to me. But, like, a normal person, like, my parents and normal people don't know who strain hunters are. Even smokers, they're probably only a small percent of us that actually know, like, really about strain hunters and all the old YouTube channel. But all the shit I used to watch. So, like, but to me, these were, like, the most famous people. I don't know. And so Earl Electric said to me and I didn't believe him. And I was like, yeah, definitely. He's like, all right, we're, he's like, I'll pick you up tomorrow. We're going to go down to, I lived in Aurora at this time, Aurora, Colorado. 
He's like, we're going to go down to Colorado Springs and hang out with him. I'm like, okay, tomorrow. So I fucking crushed out a honey jar recycler, like, right after I got the phone with him. I, like, worked all night, didn't sleep, like, got it done. Excuse me. And um, <clears throat> just was, like, freaking out. I couldn't believe it. I was like, There's no, am I actually going to meet these guys, get to hang out with them and hear stories and just talk about stuff and, I don't know, just give them a piece. It was just such a cool experience. So, um, he picked me up the next day and we like headed down to Colorado Springs and we met them at this, like, it was kind of like a hotel and it was like the top floor, like penthouse thing. And, uh, that's actually where the photo was taken. This on Instagram is up in that top penthouse area. And, um, I gave him the piece and then we were like, we're hanging out and like just smoking out in the balcony and talking. And it was like, just like really cool to just like have one-on-one with these guys. It wasn't like weird or anything. It was just like, you know, and I, I wasn't trying to fanboy out too hard. I was like, I'm just going to chill, like try to smoke and just not talk too much. Just you know, just try to appreciate the opportunity I have to just be around these guys and maybe hear some of their stories and stuff. And, um, they like love the piece and stuff. And I remember Aaron was like talking to me and he's like, Oh man, he's like, I know all these guys in India. He's like, let me hook you up with them. They'll make, you know, tens of thousands of these for you. And he's like, you'd be rich and do this. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's the direction I'm going for, man, but I really appreciate it. And you know, this and that. And he was like, oh, okay, I totally understand. You know, and Franco, we were just talking about strains and telling, like, I just wanted to hear stories about their travels and things they did. And it was just such a wonderful experience. And I remember after a couple hours, they, like, look at um, the owner of Earl Electric and they're like, uh, hey, uh, we want to do some American stuff. We're in America. Like, let's do American stuff. And then he's like, what's American stuff? And oh, actually, I said, what's American stuff? And they're like, you know, like, shoot guns and stuff. Like, we want to, because they live in, like, Amsterdam and, like, Spain. So, like, they're like, we want to do American stuff while we're in America. And I was like, all right. I was like, guys, I don't really even shoot guns or anything. And the Earl Electric was like, oh, no, I brought all my guns and stuff. And, like, opens the back of his, like, Jeep and just, like, just stacked and ready. And he's like, okay, let's go to the gun range. So I've, like, only ever shot, like, a twenty two at, like, a toilet. So, like, a really small gun. Might as well be a BB gun. It's, like, barely could be called a gun. Um, but, yeah, it's the only thing I've ever really shot. Like, my, I didn't grow up hunting or anything and or even doing, like, any sort of, like, you know, working on like cars or anything. I didn't do any like guy stuff. That's why I always like told my wife, I was like, hopefully we have a girl because I'm not qualified to raise a boy. Like, I don't know how to hunt. I don't know how to fix a car or lawnmower. I'm just not qualified. I could learn. I'm a very good learner and listener, but I wasn't taught because that's just not what my dad brought me up with. I think my dad brought me up with watching like Star Wars and Dune and like Stephen King movies and just telling me a lot about sending me to church, but he doesn't go to church because he doesn't believe in organized religion. So it was really confusing. Um, but he just wanted, I think he, I think I went to Catholic school and they sent me to church either just to give me something to do on the like weekends and keep me busy on the weekdays. Um, or like what my dad, I think my dad used to say to me was that he like wants me, wanted me to see like a structure. He wanted me to see like how wild people can be and how there's some structure with religion and stuff like crazy shit like that. But my dad's a wild character and we'll have him on the podcast here in July for sure. Um, but yeah, back to what I was talking about. But yeah, so I never really did like, you know, guy stuff, like shooting guns and whatnot. So like when they were like, we want to do American stuff, I was like, I don't know even anything. And like, luckily Earl Electric's like the man, he knows this. I mean, he's like, a, he's like a, he's the man's man, you know, he knows everything. He probably fix whatever, you know, shoot guns, like all that good stuff, which, you know, I want to be like that someday. I'm working on it. But so he takes us to a gun range and we go there and I'd never like shot guns or anything like this. So I was new to it just as the strain hunters were new to it. So he was showing us safety and showing us how to do it and all this stuff. And I remember when I got to the gun range, I was like, I go up and I'm like, 
what do I got to do? And they're like, just sign here. And I signed. And I'm like, what now? They're like, just don't go in front of like this line or you'll get shot probably. And I'm like, I don't need to like give you my license or sign anything. They're like, nope, you just sign, you just sign in. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is crazy. Like, and we just go into like a dirt pit and it's mostly military. Cause here in Colorado Springs, it's a heavy military area. I mean, it says all, if you like most people that meet me here, they're like, Oh, you, what part of the military are you serving this or that? And I'm like, Oh, I'm not in the military. And they're like, why are you here? Like, cause this is like a military town. Like it's literally like I moved to, but I'm here for like reasons. Okay. Yeah. My producer is just laughing at me. He's like, why are you here? It's crazy. I like it. I like it. Cause if something weird's happening in the world, I'm going to see the big ass jets and helicopters taking off. I'm going to know what's happening before all of you. And we'll be like, on Instagram, like something's happening. Everything's taking off. <laughs> like, they're, they're, they're arming up. I don't even know. But so we're at this gun range. It's mostly military there. We start shooting like Earl Electric's gun. He's kind of showing us how to, you know, do it and all the safety stuff. And these military guys like overhear me saying, oh, I've never like shot a gun like this. And then they get all excited and they're like, have you ever shot a gun like this or this? I'm like, guys, I've literally shot a little 22, like basic ass, might as well have been a BB gun. And um, so they got excited and then they told me to come over to their area and I started shooting their guns. They had me shooting crazy shit. Like this one gun, I had to lay on the ground to shoot and like hurt my shoulder so bad. I don't know what it was. It was huge though. And after I was all done, after about a half hour of shooting, I walked back over to Strain Hunters and Earl Electric them, and he was like, did you give those guys any money? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, they just let you shoot off almost like $100 in rounds. Just He's like, just like the one big gun I shot, I guess the rounds are like over $15 or something per shot. Like, I guess I don't know anything. This is back in the day. I could have been being lied to. I don't know anything about guns. So you guys are going to be like, what are you fucking talking about, bro? you know, people that actually know guns. So I'm just saying that this is what people were telling me. And like, did you give them any money? And I was like, no. And then when I went and talked to those guys and tried to, they're like, no, it was fun, man. Like we just heard you never shot guns like this. We wanted you to see your face, like trying stuff. That's, that was the payment for us. And I was like, that was really cool. So those military guys were badass. A lot of the military people I live around and met down here are literally like the nicest people. Like I just had like two new military people moving next door to me and they're super fucking nice, younger dudes. Um, and all of them, like, everyone thinks it's cool with the glass blowing. I have my garage door open all day. People just, like, walk by and see me. Like, I'm not even hiding it. I'm just like, this is what I do. We're in the garage right now. Just fucking doing a podcast. However, I do have to be careful because if I'm ever successful on the internet and it gets too big, then everyone's going to know where I live. Um, it could get messy. But we don't have to worry about that right now because I'm a nobody. So we're set. But let's take a dab real quick and keep talking about strain hunters. So... We kept shooting at the gun range and just watching how excited these guys were getting shooting these guns. And they were like doing like kind of like impersonating people from movies like Terminator and fucking Rambo. And we obviously, you know, the, the cliche stuff you do when you like have a big gun in your hands, you're like, Ugh. you know, and it was, it was just, it was just really fun to be experiencing it for me for the first time with Franco and Aaron and stuff. It's like, it's something like out of a fucking like movie though, guys. Like I feel like a lot of the stuff that's happened in my glass career so far has been like a fucking like movie it it really this is why when you hear people like elon musk and them talk about simulation theory i'm like i'm i don't know things are the, the way things have like happened with like the people i've interacted with and met and things have just like happened yeah i've worked super hard but I don't really go out and do anything. I just keep working harder. And then it's like the opportunities I've been, I'm grateful that they've like come and 
and happen, but just some of the people like meeting and hanging out with strange hunters like that was one of the coolest things that's ever happened for me. And they, you know, our, I mean, Franco has passed away at this point. RIP Franco, um, are still around. And I guarantee those guys never would remember it. You know I mean? It was just another day for them. But for me, it was, it was so important. It was just so cool. I was like, this is like me living a dream. Like I used to just sit in my fucking little shitty house in upstate New York, smoking my shitty weed. And I'd watch strain hunters and dream about someday, like exploring jungles and finding rare breeds of cannabis. And I collected seeds. And so I was like, someday I'll be in a place where cannabis is legal and I'll, I'll live this life. And then I moved to Colorado and within a few months, like I'm at like these trade shows, I'm hanging out with like strain hunters. I get invited to do this, this and that. And we've talked about this in other episodes that led to a path where I was doing more hanging out and not enough working. And that was putting me really behind. So you have to find a balance. If you're going to like hang out and network, you also, if you're someone that's manufacturing your product by hand, which is crazy. No, I don't think there's any big successful person out there that makes everything by hand that's, you know, making their company money. It's just nuts. But I'm small and I'm working towards big things. But right now I'm just a small company and I'm just trying to learn and create new things and share it all with you guys. But yeah, back to what I was saying, it was just, I felt really lucky to have that experience because for me it was so surreal because these were like, to me, these were like heroes. I was like, how is this, how is this happening? And just the people I'm meeting, like, I'm like, why am I being given all these different opportunities? But what I realized is, here's the thing too, I actually didn't get like, the only thing I got out of all these interactions I had with all these like people I've met, it's been a personal thing for me, like getting to meet a hero. But as far as a business or financially, it, it none of it's actually held. Most of it's costed money whenever I do things like that. But to me, like it's not about something costing money. It's just about having these experiences because money's whatever. Like you want to have experiences at the end of your life as long as you like don't have Alzheimer's or dementia and you can actually remember things. That's why you guys should be doing mushrooms too. Lion's mane's a great one. Uh, it's good for your lungs too, I believe. Lion's mane helps like detox your lungs. So if you're a heavy dabber and you're getting into that BHO and maybe you get that homie price on a big jar and it didn't get purged enough, eat some lion's mane. It might help purge your lungs. I don't know shit though. Check it out though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, hope you guys are having a, a good day. My day is continued. It's uh. We're into the second part of this podcast. This is crazy. I'm really proud of us. Because if we didn't do this, we wouldn't have an episode this week. Because Mark is going, or he's out of town. I don't even know how to say it, honestly, when it's a part two. It's weird. It's like, do I talk as if it's the future? Or do I talk as if it's the now? You know, I need to find that balance. Because I'm. so many people are going to be confused. They're going to be like, I literally don't know where we are. Where are we? I think as long as you can keep up with it, you talk about the future. Okay. Because, or like, you talk. Yeah. I think also too, as long as I'm transparent with people that I literally don't have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. No, I love right now. I love the people that follow this. They're all sweet. They all talk to me, give me good insight. Even sometimes people like you should change this or do this different. I liked this episode better. I love that because we're just working on it. This is like a pro it's a passion project. There's no, uh, you know, the only goal is to just, keep learning and building content and sharing, you know, all different experiences with you guys. And whoa, phone call. Cool guy. 
it's just a telemarketer. Actually, it's someone calling me because we just refinanced our house. Now every fucking bank and loan person's calling me. I'm like, hey, I think I'll probably give you a better rate. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what percentage we got. And then they immediately hang up every time because they're not going to be able to give us a better rate. Ain't happening, bud. Yeah, but that's uh, that's really not even anything important to talk about. But, yeah. And then after uh, we shot at the the range for a while, which was just, it was fun. It was a little bit like, I was like, whoa, this is kind of scary. I've never done anything like this. Um, whoa, hang on to her. We went back to the, uh, like, they had this beautiful, like, penthouse thing. Went back there, like, had some lunch, and then just sat on the balcony for another couple hours and just smoked joints. And just, I mainly just talked to Franco. Like, Aaron was pretty busy talking with Earl Electric because Earl Electric also had a company that basically made these control panels for huge greenhouses and big commercial grows. So he was like business. He was doing business with them, like to get them set up because he was going to build some new grow in some other country with them and do all the controlling for it or like the nutrient controls or something. So me and and Franco was not really about that. He's more of the guy. He's like out in the woods fucking hunting for strains, like just right in the dirt. So like I was just smoking a joint with just me and Franco. We were laying on like these like, uh, kind of like these like beach like lounge chair things just like looking over the mountain range just smoking a joint and just, just telling me stories and just like oh man like I need to remind myself of the things I've I've been lucky enough to have happen because I don't I just I forget and I'm remembering this story now and I just I just feel really lucky that it all happened this is probably gonna be hot but let's oh shit we caught it did you get that on camera that was fucking i couldn't even see it guys i caught that blind that was like a, a backside lip slide or or whatever bro that was crazy did you see that mark bro fuck that was that was wacky Oh, wait. <coughs> wow. Again, that GMO gets my nose running. Wow. Holy cow. I should get tissues and start wiping out my shirt, but what, what are you, you going to do? Put a new shirt on later. Um, Dude, I fucking put the hash on the nail, right? And then it like slid out and then slid down the nail, like the whole dab, like a huge chunk. And then it fell and I couldn't see it falling, but I just stuck the dabber down and caught it back in the dabber and then tossed it back in, dude. Yeah, that probably caught it. And it's probably going to be pretty cool. Or it will be really anticlimactic. And this is just a waste of, you know, 30 seconds of everybody's time. But to me, to me, the view I got, it was like, whoa, that's crazy. Wow. I can't believe my parents watch this. Man, it's crazy. Can you imagine this is what your kid does? Gets high on camera and makes bongs for a living. They're still proud. Those are good people. That's how you should be with your children. As long as they're happy and healthy and everybody's safe. That's all that matters. Support the ones you love. All right, we won't get sentimental like we did last episode because that was weird. All right, but that's how we're doing it. If we're doing fucking two plus hours of filming, we're going to get weird and sentimental for the first part. Second part, we're going to get silly, maybe. But, <clears throat> wow, that was a really nice dab on that standard. Again, these fucking things just feel more and more dialed. I love how like big and wide the feet are now. It's so stable, and it magnifies that perk so much. Just... I feel like I'm really starting to see like 
my work just like come to like the vision I had in my head where the RBR I wanted it to get to when it was at its like full potential where I'm like this is the refined bell recycler after years of making I'm like this is the full on like the how like they just seem like they're like they're there I don't know I don't you know there's always more learning to do but I feel like I've I've put a lot of time in I've made a lot of, and shaped a lot of these and I feel like I've learned a shit ton from these pipes it's made me really comfortable just working like to just grabbing big chunks of tubing and just working them even if I'm doing a different shape like I'm just feel a lot more comfortable now I feel like um because I've done a lot of that repetitive movement like that muscle memory and stuff um yeah let's say um let's at least three more times okay well I'm gonna hit this joint again let's just keep smoking because honestly I thought I'd be a little bit more stoned by this episode I think we need to get there <clears throat> but yeah I definitely uh if simulation theory is real and I didn't say Israel like the country I said is real but uh if simulation is real I think then if if that's a fact if like there is such thing as simulation theory and that's like the more probable thing and that's what's happening then earth is already fucking destroyed and we're already on the spaceship shit's already happened <laughs> whoa bro you scared the shit on me we were going we were about to get real we were in space earth is gone and then you do that my goodness oh my god ooh my heart pain Oh, okay. Well, here we are. Wow. <coughs> okay. Well, yeah. If it is real, then I think we're fucking already on a spaceship or some shit. I don't even know. I lost my train of thought because my fucking dog fucked and scared the shit out of me. Yeah, dude, I just woke up from a nap, bro. Like, he did too. We did. We both did. Like, I was, like, really high. Like, I was, like, thinking about floating through space and simulation theory. And then, boom, like, bark. I was like, holy, I woke up. And now I feel more rational. I'm like, dude, do you really want to go down that rabbit hole with these people? Hmm. It's the best. Fuck, babe. You threw me off, my guy. Holy shit. We don't even plan how these podcasts are really going to go, guys. I just, I'm on here. We're hanging out. We're smoking weed. So we just get in that good flow. We start talking about things. And uh, my beautiful German homie over here woke up from a nap. I think he must have had a nightmare or got a little scared. But yeah, I don't know if simulation theory is real. I mean, it's more of like a numbers thing they just do. It's like a probability thing. It has. It, it's not like when you think of simulation theory, it's not like there's some guy with a computer like I've got them in the simulation. That's not what it is. You know, it's. I think they're just more like. Oh, I shouldn't even talk about this. I'm not qualified, guys. You know, but really, I think it's just more of like a numbers thing where they're like probability wise, like we're in a simulation. But you know, that doesn't mean we're not the first. Like that doesn't mean that we're not the like you know, original, you know, group of people. I don't know. I'm just getting weird. Let's stop talking about it. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's take another dab. Let's hit up this HMR right here. And like I said, a couple episodes ago, pretty excited here in July, going to be doing the first ever refined, um, 10 millimeter, like a mini version of the HMR, which is the hybrid mini tube recycler. And I don't know if I've ever, 
I think I've talked about, yeah, I compared it one episode. I think maybe the 420 episode we compared, like we, sh- we showed a hybrid mini tube versus the hybrid mini tube recycler, which this is the uh, recycler. We're just going to move a couple things around. We're just going to hit the mic. Totally did that on purpose. And we're going to move the coffee mug over here. Boom. Damn, Bane. Bane, I, thought, I think I was actually going to make maybe like a cool like thought on something. Like I had like a fat little itch where I was like, whoa, this... This might be good, but honestly, I'm not even going to blame you, bro. It probably wasn't going to be good. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Let's clean this now because I can definitely tell already where that little marble is sitting. I didn't Q-tip it enough. Or maybe at all. Or at all. Yeah. Oh, boy. This is crazy doing like just like a back-to-back like this. For me, anyways, I know you guys aren't going to see it that way because I've watched other people's podcasts where they do shit like this. And as the experience or the person watching it, I mean, you don't experience that. You're just like, this is just a regular episode to me. And you're just, you're all over the place, at least for my, what I'm doing. That's just a uh, hot alcohol, everybody. Just trying to clean that little marble. It's tough to get all the fucking, like, like oil and shit off that little marble in the nail unless you like take it out and dip it in like like alcohol or something which I don't really want to do so I just throw a little bit on a q-tip and kind of like stir it up in there seems to work pretty good and it seems to pull any stuff that's like really stuck on the nail man what a morning already it's crazy i have like so much stuff to get done and i'm feeling the pressure but i'm also like i don't know i get so excited to these podcasts because it kind of oh, look at that got a little stuck it gets me uh like i said i don't know if that last episode of this one because this is a two-parter be careful heating up that nail with your little marble in there. You want to keep that shit moving or take the marble out completely and put it in after your nail's hot. I just like to live life on the edge and heat up that nail with the marble in there. Um, but yeah, these podcasts for me are like a little escape from the <clears throat> everyday f- workflow that I'm in, which is just a very aggressive and driven workflow. Yeah, I just... I'm excited, though, to get all these big orders done because I want to get back into having some hobbies, guys. It's important to have those hobbies for your mental health and everything, you know? It kind of helps you reset, just like having a good mushroom trip. You know, it's good to have other things to do to distract yourself from your normal everyday workflow. That way, when you get back into the work, you know, your, your mind is feeling a little refreshed, but... I haven't been doing that for a long time, so I think that I'm feeling a little bit crazy. But I think everybody is right now. The fucking quarantine, the lockdown, the fucking, you know, everything that's going on. It's just a lot. All right. You know, I didn't start my timer, so let's just let's just live life on the edge, guys. I'm not even worried about it. Because at this point, I already told you this episode... It's going to be a mess, but we're putting it out anyways. We're not missing a week if we can. 
And that's our goal is to at least be consistent, even if they're not all winners. So right now we're smoking the uh, 2016 HMR. This is the first time I ever did ready work. It's kind of fun. The bottom part is my first ready section. This is number two. And then number three, the third one I made is the joint. The joint is the nicest one of the three because it was the third attempt. So it's kind of a cool piece because I can see my progression of practicing that technique. And then it's made with a uh, light cobalt, which actually looks like Blue Dream, but it's a little bit more of that like... Um, like emerald, uh, not, not emerald, God, What's what am I trying to say here? Well, I guess I should just say it's a little bit more of that cobalt, exactly what it's called. It's got a little bit more, it's a little bit more rich than Blue Dream. Blue Dream's a little bit more washed out, so it's a little bit darker. I don't want a hot dab, but I also don't want a really cold one, but if it's even a little cold, we can just hit it with a torch, so I'd rather just, just let it get a little cold. But yeah, what a crazy day hanging out with fucking strain hunters. I just remember like leaving there and Earl Electric to like bring me home. I just was like, this was shit wasn't real. This was like, like a dream. Felt super lucky. And honestly, the last few years, I just haven't gotten out enough to really even have experiences. I work like a crazy person. <laughs> Thanks for everybody that are tagging me in their posts with Cool Ranch Doritos. We found the Terps. I love it. Where's that torch? There it is. Need a little more heat. <clears throat> I need to start using the What's Up Everybody podcast uh, Instagram more so I can communicate with just podcasters. Like the listeners. Because I feel like we have our own inside like jokes and goofy shit and the people that follow me on Instagram don't get it. That little cap reps. Can't wait to do a smaller version of this and refine it. I'm excited for a challenge for like rebuilding this design and coming back to it. Sharps. <coughs> oh, whoa. Uh, two of the three hits were nice. One didn't taste great because it got a little spicy. Mm hmm. Wow. Holy fuck. Man. Wow. Man, I need a second, guys. Gotta collect my thoughts here. And when I say collect my thoughts, I mean I gotta be like, what the fuck am I doing? Because I'm so stoned. Usually, I, by the time I'm this stoned, we're done with the episode. And then I just eat a snack and I get to work. But now we're filming me at this point. And at this point, I'm super stoned. So I'm just like, if we were hanging out, this is how it'd be. We'd just be staring at each other blankly. Just super stoned, not knowing who's going to talk. But I'm trying to keep it going. All right. Well, the only thing to do, guys, honestly, is just more dabs. So, <laughs> Mark, would you hand me that green piece you pulled off the table right there? Because it's just so fun to watch. We smoked it last episode. We're going to smoke it again. It's a fun one. It's made with Portland green and then crushed opal over black. And like I said last episode, actually, I don't know if I said it. Did I just break it again? We keep doing this. The hash gets so sticky and then we try to like twist it. And because it's so heavy and big, we like break the joint off it. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's why these double diffused ones probably never go into production unless we find a way to uh, 
be like, keep your rigs more clean, or I don't even know, because they can handle the weight no problem. Like it's it doesn't like that's not the thing. It's like when it's like cold and the, the resin stuck and you like twist it. It's like you have two heavy pieces of glass. Yeah, we might need to like make a custom extra thick joint if we ever make these into production ones. This is just my personal one, so we, I just threw another clear joint on there. Actually, I think the last one cracked off because it had a crack in it. I'm not sure how, but something. I think it cracked at the bridge and it cracked through the black. And then when Cormac tried to take it off, that pressure he put on it just like made that crack like pop and it was a weak point. So Cormac didn't really break. It wasn't his fault. It was already like cracked. It had a little crack in it and through the crushed opal. And then uh, him twisting it off just popped it. But I fixed it and just put a factory joint on there for now because <clears throat> it's just my personal piece. I love this piece. I smoke it a ton. It's really dirty. I was going to clean it for this episode, but I was like, eh, I got a clean standard. Um, the HMR has been kind of cleaned. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You guys, you guys know what they look like when they're clean. I just left this one. Honestly, I just didn't even have like the time this morning. I really feel like getting this piece all cleaned up because I was smoking it this morning. Actually, was I? God, I'm lost, guys. I don't even know what day it is at this point. This is great. That means one more dab, and then we're going to fucking finish the Strain Hunter story, and then I'm going to try and talk about some actual functional shit and stuff we got going on. But, like I said, this episode is probably going to be a mess because I've never done one this uh, this stoned. Even if I don't seem that stoned to you guys, it's because I am trying real hard to keep it together. Probably have to just keep smoking weed. I think it's a dab after dab. Maybe that's a... I don't know. But I appreciate all you guys that supported this podcast. Watch this and hang out with here with me. We just got access to YouTube Live. So I'm going to start using YouTube to do live videos for just podcast listeners. So um, I'm actually going to start trying to do them at least once a day just to get on there and do a sesh. I'm not sure. If, i got to figure out what time is best for most of my listeners, where most of you guys are, so we can do like maybe like morning sessions or just like just like stuff for podcast listeners and get caught up and you know info for you guys because the Instagram is a totally different thing. I'm going to have people that like follow me on the podcast but don't follow my Instagram or follow my Instagram but don't watch the podcast. So, you know, I just want to make sure that um, I can – connect with the podcast listeners as much as I do with the Instagrammers because I'm pretty heavy on Instagram. I spend a lot of time posting and doing stuff and I need to be more on top of it. I'm interested to see a Spotify similar mark. Do you know, does it have like where you can like have comments and like communicate with people or is it like, I've never even looked at Spotify. No. So it's not like YouTube. No. Hmm. Was it more like just a channel? Like here's just video. Yeah, it's literally just a, it's literally just a, Okay, so you, can you like a video though, or can you like do anything? Or you just you can, watch like, save, it. I just mean for like for like the public, you can't rate stuff like on Instagram or YouTube. You can thumbs down, thumbs up, like. You can do that. Okay, and you can like leave comments, but like y'all this. No, no this comments. Okay, yeah. interesting. Well, I guess less people's feelings will get hurt. Cause I fucking I listen to a ton of podcasts and believe it or not, even like the most like famous and big people, they fucking get their feelings hurt if they look at that comment section of like you know Instagram or Twitter or YouTube. And 
that's going to be total bummer when that day happens, if it ever happens with all my stuff I work on. I hope it doesn't. I hope we can all just, like, keep it, like, because it seems like most people that follow and support me are, like, you know, have a similar state of mind, especially because with all the stuff I posted with, like, you know, doing the charity auction and, you know, all the stuff with the protesters and Black Lives Matter and, and, like, everything, like, I only lost, like, 40 followers out of, like, you know, fucking 81,000. And then I looked at my average, and I lose and gain an average. Like, I lose an average of 35 followers a day and gain an average of, like, something like 70-something. So it averages out. And then it's, like, so realistically, I only lost, like, maybe five followers or something like that. And what that told me, because I see some people that, like, post this up, and then they, like, have all these, like, super racist stuff in their comments and hateful stuff, and people, like not wanting to support them anymore just because their stance on like supporting black lives matter and all these things. And I don't, I didn't want to get into all this stuff again. I'm sorry guys. Fuck Mark. It's happening again. I it's, it's what's happening guys. It's what's happening. It's what's happening right now. It's hard not to talk about it. Even if like, it's, you know, you're like, even if you're like not ignoring about it, but you're like not ignoring it, but you're like, Evan, like you're a fucking stoner in your garage. You clearly have very little to no idea of what's actually happening out there. But I'm trying to understand, so and it's what's relevant, so I'm talking about it, okay? All right, we're done. We're just going to move on. We won't get into it anymore. So this is a um, triple-blown marijuana pipe for concentrated marijuanas. Um, you put the weed here, and that's how you'd sell it in a head shop in 2001 or two. But today, we'd say, you know... This is a ridiculously pointless RBR that Evan made for himself to smoke weed. Well, concentrated weed, anyways. I've never smoked weed through this. This actually would probably be really good for flour. Just because of all the diffusers and everything, and it's really smooth. This would probably be actually awesome for flour. I still have yet to make my flower bubbler I wanted to make. Like As soon as I got the lathes, I wanted to make this like flower bubbler for myself to take like snaps out of. Still haven't made it, but honestly, guys, like, I had I got behind on work, and then the world's ending, and then the, you know everything. It's been really, it's just everyone's shit's thrown off. Mark, we're getting towards it again. I gotta, fuck, I gotta stop talking about it. So this nail, right? This nail is um, this nail is you know not Q-tipped properly, but I do my I do what I can. At least I'm Q-tipping now. For a couple years there, I was just chasing them and then getting rid of them. But now I'm like, you know what? I can't be chasing bangers anymore. At least not that bad. Like a little bit maybe. You know, don't forget your roots. But oh, my dogs are so sleepy. But I try to be a little bit more conscious of these nails now and try and take care of them. Let's actually set this timer this time because I want I'd like a proper dab out of this. Yeah. Man. This piece is like Dr. Seuss or something. I don't know. It reminds me of. Just something like silly you'd see like Dr. Seuss draw or something. Like it's like, yeah, it'll work, but it's like pretty pointless. Like, but it's fun. All the crushed old and stuff too. It's so silly. I don't know. But that's why I love glass blowing. I love being able to just think of something and make it. And even if it's like just silly and pointless, it's for me, it's fun. I love doing this. This is like the coolest job ever. It's definitely challenging. And it'll test you. But what? What good job isn't challenging? 
I just but glass blowing. It's so cool that I get to like design pipes all day. I wonder if I'll ever get to a point in my life where like I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna love doing this forever, but I'm only thirty. I'm like when I'm sixty, am I still gonna be like wanting to make pipes? Like, is that what I'm gonna be interested in? I don't know. It's weird. <clears throat> but yeah, it's all temporary. I say that all the fucking time, but it's because I have to constantly remind myself. Because if you work like I do, I think a lot of people that see me working, they're like, you're working like you're immortal, like you're never, like it's forever. Like, you know, spend some time enjoying your life. Like, go out and do something. Like, you know, take a vacation, whatever, this or that. And I, I definitely feel like I do work like that at times where I'm not thinking about the reality of things. But I also know that you need to be pretty dedicated and diligent these days if you want to make it with anything especially if you're trying to build a brand or you know make people aware of what you're trying to do because it's a lot about just you know trying to get people to see you we talked about that a little bit in the first part of this episode episode 18 but you gotta you gotta let people know about you gotta make sure people see you so they can admire you okay this is perfect perfectly hot no, that actually looks pretty good. Oh, God, I hate that noise. I always sound like I'm scraping the nail. <sighs> Terps. The nose running oh my god the next thing i need for this set is i need to make a matching rbr cap that spins water like one of the actual rig ones the only one i've ever made is clear but i need to make a colored one that matches this with the crushed old bone green that i put on the nail <coughs> <coughs> that you put another nail on <coughs> it'll get more pointless over the years guys of this podcast we're going to eventually add so much onto this pipe where it'll take a few different people to balance it just to smoke it. Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll just keep adding on to this. It'll be like a transformer. I'll have to make sections that touch the ground to stabilize it and stuff. So that way all the pressure isn't on the joint. So like, like I don't know, we'll just build something like a fucking castle. Voltron. Exactly, bro. You get it. Voltron. I love it. Oh my goodness. That GMO is phenomenal. I love something that's like so terpy and smooth it feels like it literally does some medical shit like clear your sinuses out makes you just it like wakes you up that gmo i know a lot of people are sick of gmo at this point because it's been smoked a bunch but it's like one of those strains where like if i go into a dispensary and they like don't have anything that i think is good even if it's like something really fruity that smells great i'm like no nah, just even though the gorilla glue is played out like give me the glue because in a joint that shit's gonna hit still um so just because something's maybe not the newest or the most hype thing doesn't mean it's not just like classic and good. I don't know. I guess that can go across for all things, right? That's like that's like everything. It's weird. It's like almost like every statement is, is like, you know, you can go across like all different like industries and art forms and God, it's hard to make a point right now. Fuck am I? <laughs> Oh, we uh, we actually thought we were going to have a guest come through today, um, so that was going to happen during this episode, but I think he got hung up at work, but shit happens. 
So you guys just got me again, and we are smoking hash and just talking about whatever comes up. But yeah, eventually we'll build the crazy RBR that just stacks around it. Also, too, I don't think I've, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast yet, but there's uh, talks about an RBR being built that's um, seven foot tall. So um, if this happens. Uh, I don't believe it will function. Um, <laughs> but we're doing it. And the reason I don't believe it will function is because the Titan RBR that's only 40 inches tall already is like, whoa, dude, might need to have someone sign a release form. They might collapse along or pass out. I got to ask, maybe if we're talking about this, did Jerome Baker's, does that actually function? Like, can somebody hit that? It's got to. And that that makes sense. You could do that. Because you know that, like, what do you make? Yeah, yeah, huge, huge. But that there's no limit to that size there because the water isn't. You don't have. You don't need enough energy to stack the volume of water to the top of the rig. I need to stack water seven foot into the air before it overflows and makes a tornado the size of an adult. Okay, we've made a child-sized tornado. We've made an adult-sized tornado. I don't want. I don't want to have just children-sized tornadoes. I want adult-sized tornadoes. You know what I mean? So. That's what we're trying to do. And I don't think it'll work. I think we're going to have to make some sort of crazy like mouthpiece with like some sort of like valve and tube that comes off that you hook a hose to with a vacuum pump that with a foot pedal. Like this piece will come with a foot pedal vacuum pump. You hit the foot pedal, you get the flow going with the vacuum pump. Then you can like kill it and hopefully that once the flow started, you're able to maintain it. There's a lot of factors involved with a seven foot tornado or a seven foot recycler. Either way, it's just proof of concept of the RBR and the double diffuse perk. Because like I've said in, the, in other episodes, people have seen the double diffuse perk. And I even, I mean, typically you would see those welded, making one of those like, I think it's like ratchet perk or like honeycomb diffuser. I don't know. There's a bunch of names for the same thing. You know what I mean, guys? Um, a lot of people weld them in, but there's an issue with a recycler if you weld those in. Um, and it has to do with, the, it really affects the flow and the speed of the drain and the actual vortex it creates. If they're welded in, you need that water to drain back to the base as fast as pop possible in both chambers. But you also need those discs there to help stack the water like a ladder, you know, helps reduce the amount of energy the user needs to actually stack that water to the top of the piece. So I'm really excited to hopefully get caught up here and hopefully uh, get to a point where we're able to really just start prototyping and playing again, you know, using our new tools. Cause once, uh, the pandemic thing happened and all the stores had to close their doors, me and my wife were like, all right, we're going to just fucking crush and get shop orders out and do giveaways for shops and do everything we can to help support our little industry because we all definitely needed each other then. And I think we'll, st we still need each other now, but I see a lot of people opening up and things, you know, I think maybe we can, Start getting out in there and doing things more again. I don't even know what to say about it. And I don't want to go down another one of those paths that we keep itching towards. We're walking on a tight line and there's, it's tough. I mean, we got COVID on one side, civil rights on the other. It's, it's, it's a crazy time right now. I'm, I am actually really grateful to be alive right now though. This is a wild time, but I think, I think this is going to be a time of great change. Damn it. We're talking about it again. We got to get away from it. Oh, I don't want to over 
do it though because everyone's hearing it all day. And then I'm just some guy smoking weed in his garage. Everyone's like, Evan, you don't know what you're talking about. Let's smoke some weed for a minute though, guys. And because honestly, some for some reason, the weed kind of helps me get back down to that. Okay, I'm comfy. The hash, that shit's potent. Dude, was I talking about running through the woods in the first or second part of this? I don't even know what's going on right now, dude. What, why was I even talking about running through the woods? Why was I even talking about running through the woods? I don't even know. Oh, we're talking about how nature's good for you. Yeah, I need to get out more, bro. I'm feeling... Maybe the first part of this episode? Yeah, I have no idea. This is fucked. What's up, guys? Um, hopefully the giveaway has happened at this point. Congratulations, winner. Winner's name right here. Yeah. You did it, bud. Enjoy that RBR. Um, that's in the future, because right now the giveaway hasn't happened yet. It's Thursday, and it's in the past while you guys are watching this. But I'm grateful that my fucking producer is like, hey, dude, I'm going out of town. Do you want to do like extra episodes so we have stuff? And we're making it happen. Um, but yeah, fuck. Dude, I keep having these trains of thought, but they all lead back to like what's going on. So guys, I'm trying to find a way to, you know, go down a path that's fun or just goofy and uh, not talking about how crazy things are right now. So we can kind of just have some fun for a little bit because I'm sure we hear enough of that. Let's just let's just talk about shit I know nothing about. So back to simulation theory, since my dog barked about that. If that shit is real and is happening, that means I feel like we're already on the fucking spaceship. And if simulation is happening and people are in it and this is just one way to think about it with simulation theory not just the side of it that's the theoretical side that's just based on numbers and whatever i'm talking if there's actual a physical simulation that's happening not saying that it is but i think if something that like that was happening to us that means that we're either already on the spaceship we're in some sort of like basically rest period where like we're waiting to be woken up so we can go back to being human or living a life of something because i feel like if we were doing like really long-term space travel like if you were fucking like had to be put under for like 10 years or something like that in order to keep your mind sane maybe they would have to keep your mind in simulations so that you keep practicing being a better human so by the time after you've been in this simulation for all these different lifetimes over this 10 year travel to another planet by the time you time you come out of it you're a good person that's experienced you know a hundred lives where you've learned like how to treat people and treat each other so maybe all these shitty racist people are just in their early life in the simulation and they just don't know yet they need to have a few more damn it see we went there again oh i'm out of breath Ugh, i gotta work out again but yeah either way i think uh being in a simulation would have some sort of function, right? Just like humans build dams to harness energy. You know, we build solar panels to harness energy. We build cars and planes to get places faster. If we did create some sort of simulation, it would have a physical return, right? Not just for fun. Would it be to keep people sane, you know, during long space travel to keep them like their human mind active and not just you know, or maybe actually have a physical return where you teach people how to be better people. So by the time they land on this new world and we create a new place to live together, they know how to be a decent human. Science fiction's cool. 
my dad definitely had me growing up on lots of science fiction and fantasy, just like, you know, watching Dune and fucking The Stand and fucking Star Wars and God, so many movies. I don't even know. So many weird ones that a little kid probably shouldn't be watching too. Lots of like really like deep philosophical shit that you're just like, I was watching Barney like 10 minutes ago eating yogurt and now like this guy is fighting demons and they're saving the world. What's happening? I'm six. Um, you guys remember Mortal Kombat back in the 90s? That movie was sucking dope. I used to just sit on my beanbag chair and just eat cheese noodles and watch Mortal Kombat. Get over here. So cool. I was never good at video games like that, though. I like to watch. I watched my friend beat Zelda Ocarina of Time. For three years, I told people it was me that beat it. I had the saved game, though, bro. What are you going to do? I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Little kid shit, you know? When you're, like, when you're 10, 11. When did Ocarina of Time even come out? It's the best one. Majora's Mask was fun, but I got really bad anxiety from the clock. The time in Majora's Mask, I think it was like my first experience with like, like really being on a timer. Like this was like, I was like, whoa, whoa. Like I got to get this done. Like it's the world is ending. That moon is so close to me. I can't even look up. You get it, right, Mark? Okay. Yeah, it's dude, They're great games. Like I used to just play like Zelda songs on my guitar all day. I'd like just be playing fucking like Epona's song and shit. Like. I'm about, I listen to lo-fi hip-hop beats with just Zelda mixes. Just all day, dude, when I'm working. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm such, I don't know, weird introverted person. But I'm sharing it, dude. It's happening. Mm -hmm. I used to love Gauntlet Legends on Nintendo 64. That shit, just playing that with my, my, my friends and my family and shit. Like, we just make cinnamon buns and pizza bites and play gauntlet legends all night battle tanks battle tanks global assault 007 golden Eye. dude so many good n64 games guys i miss being a kid sometimes being an adult's cool too with all the freedoms but being a kid was really cool too and you don't appreciate it till you're older and I know now that when I'm an old man, I'm not going to look back and be like, did you appreciate this time as much? Or you're too busy on your phone or making videos? Well, here we are. We got evidence of what I was doing at this time, at least. But, you know, I think that's a normal human thing to not appreciate the now. But being aware of that will give you peace, and, um, peace of mind if you're having a bad day, I find. Because if you're, like, having a really bad day, like, you know that, eventually there will be a good day or like you'll look back on that and you'll either have learned something or be like, I'm glad I'm not there now. Maybe all you learned is you're glad you're not there now because there was nothing positive that came out of it, but you never wanting to be in that place again. Who knows? Stressful life changing things really, uh, give you a perspective on things. I've had a few of them in my life and I'm just a young person. I'm only 30, you know, so I've only had a couple crazy things happen, but they definitely give you, they give you perspective and make you appreciate the things you have. So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate my family. I appreciate Bearmount Studios and everybody that supports what I'm attempting to do. And at least if you guys are just following the journey, even if you don't buy my class, I feel like this podcast is even for people that will never buy one of my pieces and maybe they don't even follow the Instagram. They just like, you know, like seeing my dumb ass talk about shit all day. Who knows? 
Who knows? But let's uh, take one more dab. And uh, I know this episode was ridiculous. Part two was kind of a mess. I was a little bit brain dead in the middle there. Didn't mean to get that way. But those dabs hit a certain way. And it's early. I have not eaten yet. Um, and I've had two cups of coffee. Woke up at 6 a.m. I only slept for three hours. I am in some type of way right now, and I appreciate you guys that stick with me through all of this. It really makes me feel that one day when things open up and we can do events, I could actually invest into doing big events, and we can um, get people together and have a really good time together, get people together with a common mindset, and people that want to just make some fun memories and try out some cool prototypes, because like I said, I want to set up events where I bring a bunch of silly shit like this, and people can just try them out for fun, get videos for their social media stuff, and you know, be like, oh, I smoked this Titan, I smoked this seven foot piece, you know, like fucking like an RBR, like testing, fun, just, you know, prototype party thing. I don't know. I also want to sponsor some fucking people that are good at doing weed because, you know, I try guys, but I'm not great at it. Um, I want to hire or like sponsor some, some good weed doers, maybe send them some rigs. Um, and I'm not asking for any money or anything. I'm like, just shred this. Like, just try to clog it. Like, do all of the weeds through it. Like, let me know. Let me know. As long as you're in, a, of course, in a uh, recreational medical marijuana state, that is, do all the weeds through it. If not, enjoy your concentrated tobacco. You can uh, heat up your nail, throw some grizzly in there, throw the cap on it, vaporize some wintergreen, throw up. Because that's exactly what will happen if you do that. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't dab dip. Only dab sniff or snuff. What's that stuff? Snuff. Oh man, all the ways people did tobacco when I used to paint houses. I literally saw a guy smoking crack on a ladder when I was like 17. Like, like I was on a roof and they'd always send me to these really scary peaks because I was the youngest one. They're like, he'll land on his feet if he falls. And I'm like, guys, I'm overweight. I will not. I will break. Um, I was playing a lot of World of Warcraft, so, you know, if I fall off a roof, I'm going to get hurt. I sit a lot. Um, and, yeah, I just remember, like, smelling this really weird chemical smell, and I looked over at the other, like, younger guy that was on a ladder painting the eave right next to me because I was on the roof. He was on the side of the building. And I'm like, what's that smell? He's like, oh, so-and-so is fucking smoking crack right there. I'm like, what is happening? What's crack? I'm from a small farm town. I don't know anything. Um... Fuck, well, this episode's about over, but I feel like I should do, like, one more dab or something, guys. Like, I don't even, I don't even know. Um, let's just take one more dab on the standard, and we'll just close it out that way. It was fun, everybody. What a crazy fucking episode. Wow, we did good. Damn. Still early, too. Getting things done. All right, we're going to hit up this 14-millimeter standard RBR. With, uh, I think it's a kryptonite lip wrap, I believe. <sighs> what an episode. What a long one. Longest time ever filming, longest solo. It's a two parter. Thank you, everybody who supports the What's Up Everybody podcast. Um, don't forget to check out our website, www.bmsglass.com. Um, we got probably like maybe like a couple shirts. We just got some new mood mats. There might be a few available at this point. I'm not sure because this is coming out. A little bit later um let me clean up some of this fucking resin on this and um yeah guys uh make sure you uh 
<laughs> check out the website, bro. Dude, oh my god. I'm Mark, I'm I'm trying so hard to do the call to action, like not stone, like I'm fine. I'm fine. Here's all of our information. Hetty Hawaii drop coming. I'm kind of sewer smoke. Um, follow us at Bear Mountain Studios and at They Did It. Uh, dude, I'm CM2. I try. I'm I'm too stoned for it. At least you, I know you guys don't even care who made it this far. None of you, I bet. The people that did. What's up? Do I have any story for you that made it this far? Do I have anything that's just horrible? That just was so embarrassing. Oh my god. I do have one super embarrassing story, but I think we have to like do it. We have to wait for like a really deep episode to tell it because it's but um no. Now that I've talked about it though. This is just a weird. It's like, oh well, if you didn't want to talk about it, why'd you talk about it? This is a really dirty now. I did not Q tip this enough. I'm still I'm gonna do the call to action again even after this guys. I'm gonna try one more time. I don't even care. <laughs> If you're this far, guys, I mean, come on. If This is all filmed in one day. I've taken, I don't even know how many dabs. This nail, did I not Q-tip it at all? This is like crazy how much black shit I just got on this. I'm mad at myself right now. I'm going to have to clean this after this episode. Wow, some real, here's another first world problem to add to the list. Chaz Banger. Hmm. All right. Mark, I'm a mess right now. Dude. I'm trying, bro. I'm, I'm. The lack of food is really getting me at this point, but it's okay. I'm feeling. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, and maybe more coffee. One more sip. Start the timer. This is how we're finishing, guys. I'm just gonna take one more dab, and then I'm done. That's it. We're done after that. I don't even know this episode. I'm. I'm not watching this one. Mm -mm. I'm gonna be like, bro, what were you doing? We were, like I said, we were supposed to have a guest. This one got kind of thrown off. Uh, there was. It was scheduled last night, and we confirmed it, and then, you know, but no biggie, no biggie. We got it. This is chill. It was just us today, guys. It was fun, though, right? I mean, even if it wasn't, <laughs> we're here. You made it this far. You have no choice now. You watched it all. Mom and Dad, I hope you're still proud. I'm trying. Um, uh, Mark Stiles, uh, thank you for your uh, camera skills and your support while I do this. And even if you make fun of me after you leave here, I still really like you, and that's okay. Um, and all you guys that supported this, thank you. This dab's almost hot enough. I'm just trying to fill this one minute and 45 seconds. Oh, the people that just watch this, because honestly, I could just stare at you guys right now. That's, that would be fine. But the people listening, that they're actually still listening, they can be like, oh my God, I can't do it anymore. Spend like an hour of this. Just he doesn't know where he is. All right, last dab. Whoa, there's a big truck outside. Ooh, this is gonna be really warm. Oh yeah. Well, it's all God. I don't even need a Q-tip it. I guess. Because it's all God. Well, oh. <coughs> I hope you guys have a good day. <coughs> um. www.bmsglass.com for all merchandise, new mood maths, shirts, whatever you need. 
Uh, this is the What's Up Everybody podcast. Super fun, guys. What a mess today, as always, but I enjoy it still. Thank you for watching, hanging out, part two. Oh, we killed it. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.